Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome into the Eric St. Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Holy cow! It started out yesterday. Take the car that you destroyed to the frickin' repair place, Riverbend Body Shop. And, you know... We talked about this yesterday after, and I still feel like shit after cracking up Diana's car. And I, I'm not kidding you. There have been so many times that I have done this. I remember one time in particular, we had this old Chevy blazer. I mean, this enormous beast with like an uh, 8,000 cubic inch motor in it. And, uh, the babysitter showed up and um, for some reason was parked behind me. Kind of their fault, kind of her fault. But I still, I didn't look behind me when I put it into gear. And man, did I fuck up her car. I mean, that hood was folded like a, like a damn letter A. One of the many, many times that I have damaged vehicles. There was one time, Diana's not even aware of this. That we got, uh, she had this Dodge. That uh, the, one, the one I gave to Jim. We had just gotten the front bumper repaired. And I, it was parked behind the camper. I had the camper in the driveway and I, I put the thing into gear and bam! And I'm like, uh-oh! I mean, it's like hours old. The uh, repair job. And I'm like, holy fuck. And uh, I went back and looked at it and there's this square mark. And I'm like, well, maybe she'll never know. And she, she never noticed. I was like, I'm just not going to say anything. And so I have done this time and time again. It has never, ever left me. I always just, I, I, I'm looking forward when I'm backing up the car. My God. Take that thing to the uh, place in uh, Riverbend Body Shop. And uh, what's crazy is I walk in. They go, hey, uh, are you here for the Civic? I go, no. Well, the insurance company reached out about the Civic. I go, what? I guess Jackie hit something in the road and filed a claim and they approved it. So I've got like that one. Jackie, you got to drop the car off. But 
has nothing to do with this. I walk in and I go, uh, yeah, well, no, no, I got, somebody's got to take a look. And they go, oh, that's a new one. I go, yeah, it's really new. And they go, what did you do? I go, well, the age of the vehicle does not matter. You remember that, uh, 07 Accord that I had, which I still have. It's now, uh, Madison's, which the thing is all tore to shit now. Um, my God had, a, had that one in the fleet for so long. It's just a big steaming pile of shit, this car. But I remember when I got that thing, I was like so proud of it and I'm driving down the road fucking with the navigation unit on the thing. And sure enough, I drifted off of the road and smashed into the curb so hard. I fucked it all up, man. The wheels like sideways. Oh, fuck. I, it's really one of the, uh, mysteries of the world that I could ever, ever lecture anybody like Madison about driving ability. It is just so bad. So I take the thing over and they go, oh, well, this is, this is new. I go, yeah, I know. I know it's new. Add that to the list of things you should not say to guy who has just shown up here and, uh, need your help because I feel bad enough as it is. All right. Takes a look at it. It's like I'm trying to talk him through it to like not be so bad. I go, yeah, you know, so it's just the plastic here. You can just paint that real easy, right? He goes, uh, no, it doesn't, it doesn't quite work like that. I go, what do you mean? See, in my brain, he's just going to like tape it off and just, it's going to cost like 30 bucks. He goes, no, 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 no. That's, that's not how this works. I go, what do you mean? He says, the whole bumper comes off. I go, you take the whole bumper off? He goes, oh, yeah. That's the only way this gets done. You don't leave it on the car, okay? You know who leaves it on the car? Idiot who does it in his garage. I go, well, okay, but that's it. He goes, no, no, no. On the body, there's this little ding here, this little scratch. It's all the way down to the metal. I go, oh, you can just uh, kind of like touch up paint. He goes, do you want it to look good? Or do you want it to look like we use touch-up paint? I go, and I thought to myself, don't even consider, don't even consider trying to go cheap on this or you're dead. Megan with a great point. It's cute when people tell the experts how to do their jobs. You're absolutely right. So I'm sitting there trying to talk this legend in body shop work about what to do. And he goes, no, no, you, you, you want this painted. I go, okay, so... Yeah, but he goes, oh, no, no. The the windows have to come out and we have to do, it's like a third. You wouldn't believe once they get your car into the back, the amount of effort that it takes to make it look like the day you bought it. That's the ultimate goal. But I'm trying to like, uh, you know, uh, seriously, uh, can't you just, and he's like, Eric, stop. I, I, by the way, one point I had these people at Riverbend print off all of the work orders that I've had them do for me since 2007. You know how like when you buy a copy paper for a printer, it's like that thick. It's thicker than that, actually. And I go, oh, 
Okay, yeah. Um, and then uh, I go, hey, while you're at it, because believe it or not, there are a couple little uh, uh, spots where paint is scratched on this thing. It's not even six months old. Like uh, road rocks hit the front end. Things that I didn't actually do, except for the time when I was washing it and the uh, and the, the, the metal spray gun bounced off the car. There is a scratch for me there. I haven't told Diana about that one yet. Uh, but I, I am getting that one repaired. I go, can you go around and take care of all these little scratches? They go, yep, no problem. So I point them all out individually. He takes pictures. I go, yeah, okay, so uh, this is probably going to cost, what do you think, maybe 45 or $50? You know, I'm thinking to myself, this is a minimum $1,200 endeavor. Money well spent. But man, son of a bitch. I see Kent drop the E out of you in here. Uh, he has reached out to Joe Martinez. Joe Martinez is, I guess, installing a new furnace and AC unit. And he says, yeah, I, I'm just telling Joe's guy how to install my furnace and AC right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fuck, man. You don't want to do that. Tell the experts how it gets done. That's kind of like... Uh, uh, you dumbasses telling me how to podcast. I mean, come on. Joe is in here himself while his crew is working. He's probably uh, in Mexico again. Says, I get this all the time where the, 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 the homeowner tries to tell the person who does what they do for a living how to do their job. First time chat from one giant spiders. I don't know. I, I suggest just putting your actual name, but uh, whatever. So welcome in. Hang on. <coughs> A little bit of that coffee swig went down the wrong pipe. That's not great. Uh, welcome into the Eric St. Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Hang on. Oh, my God. <coughs> oh, God. Each and every day of the work week for, like, you know, I think this is something like the 870th time we have sat down to do this free podcast. Uh, coupled with the same number of Patreon bonus podcasts. Thousands of podcasts under my belt. Thank you so much for being part of it. I do it each and every day of the work week right here. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I uh, failed to promote that I have dear meathead with my beloved 88-year-old father. A little bit later on, in 45 minutes, I have uh, two, count them, two questions. Um, let's see. In fact... In case people are watching right now, uh, Jesse and Nathan have questions. And uh, if you have sent one and you're like, well, he hasn't read it yet, and you didn't hear me just say your name, 
resend it. That means I've lost it. Okay. Uh, subject line meathead. If you're like, uh Oh, he might not have that question. Resend it right now. And then I'll have it for dad who, uh, I, I called him yesterday. And, uh, first of all, in case you don't know the dynamic of the family, my mother had two children before she married my dad from another dude named Arthur, who she was married to. Terribly sad story. My mother in the 1950s or 60s or whatever. Young mom living in St. Clair Shores, Michigan, literally across the street from her mother, my grandmother, Irene. My mom gives birth to my brother, Mike, regular Mike. When regular Mike is two, my mom is pregnant with push-up Paul. Married to a guy named Art Young. Living across the street from her mom. Art Young loses his mind. Legit. It, it's not just like hyperbole. He went out for milk and never came home. Deserts the family. He was pushed to the brink. I don't know what led to it. Uh, never to be seen again. So my mom gives birth to push up Paul. She's alone. Very sad. Uh, years later, she meets my dad. At that time, also divorced. In his former marriage, he had Norman Bummer. So these two get together, pork, and they get married. So now there's three boys, push-up Paul, regular Mike, and Norman Bummer. They have two kids, Jim and Eric. I'm the last of five between these two knuckleheads. My dad adopts regular Mike and push-up Paul. Then... He beats the shit out of him. Like, I mean, that back then, that that's what you did. We're talking about uh, the 60s and 70s. If you're a, a father of kids that you've adopted, when those children come up to you and say, I love you, that's when you punch them in the face. And that's what my dad did. Okay, and you're like, what? Huh? Your dad was cruel? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he was a dick to those kids. And uh, now here's the problem. To this day, my sweet dad is like, I never did that. And Mike and Paul are like, oh, yeah, you did. And so when they became like 16, 17, 18, then they're like, hey, wait, we don't have to take this shit anymore. So they kind of like... uh I have a real bone to pick with my father. Also, dad never really laid a hand on Jim and Eric. So they didn't like that. They're like, what the fuck, man? We get the shit kicked out of us. And uh, you you two idiots don't. So that was a little weird. Um, but so there's that. But now, um, so now that they're all obviously, well, my dad's 88, my uh, uh, regular Mike's. 63, wait a minute, 
64. Push-up Paul, 62. Push-up Paul still is kind of still estranged from my dad. Mike, regular Mike, talks to my dad. He goes over there. He doesn't call him dad, though, even though they are his adopted kid. Doesn't call him dad. But um, they're pretty tight, despite all the nonsense. Um, well, regular Mike, his beloved wife is very ill. I talked to you about, uh, my sister-in-law, Sherry is, uh, going, starting chemotherapy treatment because colon cancer. So my dad, he calls me the other day. He goes, have you talked to Michael? I go, uh, Mike Z. Yes. Uh, well, I, I, I do, I do talk to him. You must call. He is down. He's got the blues. I go, well, that's understandable. His wife is very ill. You must call and you must talk to him. I go, you got it. I'm hanging up with you. Calling him right now. Call him up. Talk to him for extended time. Great conversation. Uh, Outlook is good. Uh, Thank God, my sister-in-law, they... uh, it's labeled as a uh, stage three cancer. You know, you don't want to hear four. Four means, you know, this is going to take your life. Five means you're going to die in like seconds. I don't think there's a stage six. Talking to Mike. Nice conversation. Get him laughing a little bit. That's that. I go, all right chain of command my dad told me to do this i called him we're all good called dad yesterday i like to call him the day before dear meathead say hey dad you know just talk to him see what's up and uh, i go hey i called mike mike who i go you told me to call uh mike because he's down in the dumps. You know, I, I give him the whole background. He's got dementia. And uh, he goes, Mike Stung? I go, no, 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 Mike Z, uh, your son, uh, my brother. He goes, why did I tell you to call him? I go, well, you were very concerned because his wife has cancer and he, uh, it, it's, it's wearing on his brain emotionally and mentally. So you told me to call him and cheer him up. Oh, Mike. In the back of my mind, I go, dementia is the most hilarious yet sad, horrible disease on the planet. It's outrageous. And I hear Joanne laughing in the background. It's just like, holy fuck. And anyway. Dear Meathead, with my beloved 88-year-old father, happens now in 37 minutes. Brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware with the question of the day from J.M. Synthetics. Okay? Trump rules in Michigan. Oh, my God. Okay. So, you know, if you're in the state of Michigan... You might be aware of what's going on. For sure you are if you've uh, been following at least the uh, gubernatorial uh, campaigns. You have Whitmer, 
which one half of the state, maybe more, hates the incumbent who is going to take on a Republican. There were five Republicans vying for the position. Tudor Dixon and a bunch of losers. Dixon is running on the platform of uh, Trump lost because of election, whatever. What you know? I don't want you want to put words in her mouth. Uh, Tudor Dixon wiki. Well, she won as, as predicted, as I told you she was going to win. Political positions. Following Biden's victory, Dixon says. Trump, who'd won the election, and that fraud was rampant. So around here, the stupid people that live around here, they love that. And they love that a hot Republican is telling them that. So they're like, they eat all that shit up. Um, By the end of July 2022, days ago, Dixon left unanswered questions as to whether she still believed Trump had won the presidential election. She's gutless. Now, she doesn't believe that. She's lying to you all. She's just telling you that so that you get election, uh, so that she gets elected because you're all super dumb. Make no mistake. You are dumb, brainwashed people who believe that. There's no escaping it. And I love you despite the fact that you're that stupid. That's okay that you're that dumb. But you're dumb. Dixon supports a total ban on abortion. No exceptions. So if you are, you know, in your home and uh, some crazy guy who bails hay for a living snatches your child, your 12-year-old child, while she's riding a bike and rapes your 12-year-old little girl and gets her pregnant. Um, You know, if I'm a father, that abortion is going to happen right away. You know, I'm like, my God, I'll reach in there and get it myself for fuck's sake to keep that from happening. But uh, Dixon says no exceptions. No exceptions for incest or rape. Does, however, say, uh, but uh, uh, an exception in case the child bear the mother's to be the mother to be's life is in danger. So that's crazy to me. Her her logic is okay. One exception if the mother to be's life is in danger. But if you have eleven year old girl who is raped by the local lunatic, that is not okay. Asked whether it should be illegal for a 14-year-old girl to abort a pregnancy caused by incest, Dixon said, a life is a life for me, and affirmed that. So she's crazy. She is a sick, sick bitch, okay? She won. She now is taking on Whitmer, who is just stockpiling money. She has a ton of cash ready to go for this next election, which I guess is uh, November. 
Michigan Goober. How do you spell that? Toriel election 2022. November 8th, of course. So, all right, the stage is set. Uh, Either way, we'll be seeing a lot of beautiful women. I have told you guys many times how stunningly beautiful the multi-talented Gretchen Whitmer is. And you all sit there and make fun of me. And I don't know why you do that. But she's a stone-cold knockout. So is Dixon. Dixon, though, we do not want Dixon to win. Okay? We will go back to the Trump era if she wins. So make sure when it comes to November, you do not vote for this psychopath. Trump rules. Like I said, Trump is the one who endorsed Tudor Dixon. So these other losers, they they wanted Trump's endorsement. They did not get it, okay? So they lose. And thank God, because the only thing worse than Tudor Dixon is a dude who thinks like Tudor Dixon. All right? Anyway, speaking of Trump, Trump, all right, he has uh, uh, fucked up everything for Peter Meyer. Now, this is, this is sad to me. This is really, really sad because I live in such a brainwashed community full of these MAGA pieces of shit. This is, this is the way this unfolds. Peter Meyer, who has one of the richest people on the planet, uh, all the money in the world. And uh, Trump has more sway than that. Because Meyer was one of these Republicans, though a Republican, uh, condemned Trump over January 6th, voted to impeach, and essentially turned on Trump. And for some reason, uh, we all know Trump's grip on these brainwashed morons is very, very strong. So all Trump had to do, and this is for the House of Representatives, member of Congress, Meyer took over the seat that was uh, originally held by uh, uh, Justin Amash, and he's only there for a couple of years. So he's, uh, he's the incumbent, and this dude, John Gibbs, gets the endorsement from Trump, and that's all it took. He won narrowly over Meyer. So he is now, uh, uh, well, that's the thing, though. This It doesn't mean it's his seat. He now will take on a Democrat, which he will win, this John Gibbs, coming up in November. So that is unbelievable. Meyer is out. It was only days into his term when the insurrection took place. So all this guy did, Meyer, was the right thing and said, you know, absolutely impeach this idiot and uh now he's out because of the west michigan voters uh and you know what else is incredible john gibbs is black so trump has sway over racism somehow because the idiot white bigots where i live would love nothing better 
than to have no black people live here. But yet, all the black guy has to do is say, I love Trump. And they go, well, we love you too, even though you're black. My God. Uh, Sam, the Jew, concerning the governor's race, informs me that both Ryan Kelly and Kevin Rinke are not yet conceding. Well, of course not. That's the thing to do. When you're losing, say that it was uh, cheating or some shit. That's what's going to happen. All right. Uh, A little bit more on this. More on the Meyer thing with uh, with John Gibbs. Okay, this is the uh, local story. Peter Meyer concedes to John Gibbs in primary. A projected winner this morning in Michigan's third congressional district primary. That race was too close to call when you went to bed last night. Mm-hmm. Freshman Congressman Peter Meyer has lost his seat to Trump-backed challenger John Gibbs. We saw a surge of votes for Gibbs as that counting continued. Imagine if Trump was like, even though he's black, I want you to vote for John Gibbs. ...into the night and into this morning. So here's where the results stand. Look at that, it's now, close. percent for John Oh, Gibbs, boy. 8% for Peter Meyer. Um, we have all of the results in. Gibbs beat Meyer by close to nine points in Ottawa County and by seven points. That's my county. Completely, the, I am surrounded by assholes. In Muskegon County. Now, tabulators in Kent County finished all the ballots early, finished counting all the ballots early this morning, but overnight, Meyer called Gibbs to concede the race. And Gabrielle Pfeiffer joins us uh, live now in Grand Rapids. Look at her hair. It is magnificent. Gabrielle Pfeiffer's hair is is just, it looks like it takes five hours to make it look like that. ...with his reaction. Gabrielle. Well, you know, there was a, a lot of interest in this race, one that Gibbs says he has been confident about since the very start of it all. So he's feeling pretty great this morning. Um, he did mention that he did uh, hear from Meyer, who uh, he said, you know, uh, who told him that he congratulated him. On- I think Gabrielle's a little sleepy here. On this race. And, you know, he mentioned to me that or he mentioned to us. Jesus. That, um, Get it together, Gabrielle and going door to door trying to uh, get voters to support him. And he mentioned that a lot of voters uh, did not really approve of him, of Peter Meyer uh, voting to impeach President Donald Trump. Uh, Now, we know that Peter Meyer also put in a lot of money to this. And so Gibbs said that money did not win this race. Here's more of what he had to say about that. Uh, So I really think this is an earthquake. uh, Nice pipes. Look at the amount of money that was spent. Um, relative to the money money we spent, it's huge differentials, um, very asymmetric. So I think this is a, uh, something that will send shockwaves in a good way throughout the nation um, and something that will empower regular people to know that, uh, you know, they can stand up and make change when necessary. Meyer formally conceded the race around 1.30 this morning, publicly releasing a statement that read in part, I'm proud to have remained true to my principles, even when doing so came at a significant political cost. And I believe our community and our values are worth fighting for, though this was not. Yeah, that doesn't matter here in this backwards part of America. 
have the outcome we hoped for. I will continue to do everything possible to move the Republican Party, West Michigan, and our country in a positive direction. Now, former President Trump called Gibbs last night to congratulate him. Again, as I said, Peter Meyer also reached out uh, uh, congratulating him as well and offering him support and advice. Uh, now, uh, Gibbs will face Democrat um, Hillary Schoolton um, in the general election coming up in November. This may be the least prepared reporter I have ever seen. It was a horrible job by her. The whole thing was fucked. Why? You, I mean, Jesus, you sound like me. That's not a good thing. Uh, Adam writes, good for Meyer for standing up to his party. Absolutely true. I've always liked that side of him. I didn't really get into the whole uh, 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 bragging about being sued by the ACLU for preventing a drag show that exploits the vulnerable, as he said. It's like, are you kidding me? Drag syndrome is fantastic. Uh, Linda says, screw both of them. First time chat from someone speaking another language. Welcome. The fuck is that? Okay. So that's basically it. The stage is set for November. Corey says that's Russian. Yeah, hey, you Russian fuck. It's a Russian spy. All right. Jeez. We are 23 minutes away from Dear Meathead. Thank you to my audience on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter for being part of this portion of the intro of the show. The rest of it is on Twitch. I'm going to send you off. You must sign up on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Create your fancy username. And that way, whenever I go live, you will see that and you won't be interrupted because you're following on Twitch. That's where you get the show uninterrupted each and every day. Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube are just a little little uh, piece of the show. So thank you so much to that uh, audience on those platforms. And as always, this becomes the audio podcast in its entirety. You can download it shortly after the show finishes and listen whenever you want. Just search Eric Zane Show wherever you download podcasts. Thank you, thank you, thank you. As you know, Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by uh, Blue Frost IT. YouTube brought to you by Frank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance. As always, if you want to send along an email on the Shoreliner Striping inbox, eric at ericzaneshow.com. Speaking of that, I have a follow-up email from Ron. Ron yesterday, I detailed on the show, sent me this long-winded email where I've talked to you before about the dynamic of when people are mad at me. They must start out their I'm mad at you letter with their uh, 
credentials, if you will, of how long they've been listening. And uh, I've been with you through the good times and bad and all that. It sounds like uh, marriage vows or a Dear John letter or something like that. And, boy, this one was spectacular from old Ron. I'm just going to briefly go over what he initially wrote. I've listened to you since FBHW showed up in Michigan, so it's a long time. I've followed you through everything you've been through. I've even supported you financially. And then he writes, I am a God-fearing Christian. It's like, oh, my God. And you're also incredibly dramatic. That's what you, that's, you should start, you should skip all of that, Ron, and just write, I am a overdramatic Nancy. I am a child. That's what you should start with. But he doesn't stop there because he then writes, I serve my country for six of the best years of my life. <laughs> well, you know, I went into great detail about that. And uh, after he's, he's upset about politics, he doesn't like me busting balls. He doesn't like me doing what I've been paid to do for, oh, I don't know, 40 years. He has a problem with the things I say. So it leads to this drama, which I shared with all of you. And we all as a group on the live stream laughed in his fucking face. And it was awesome. Well, Ron... The uh, decorated military veteran, the God-fearing Christian who's f supported me financially. Who gives a fuck? This is part of that whole uh, gang of people who seems to think that their words are more important than your words. That they, they have more importance than you as a listener because of this. That, that's one of the drawbacks of this type of uh, doing this for a living. People think that they have some type of input as to how this shit goes down. And obviously, I've been very loud lately in suggesting that people who think that are, in fact, certified nut jobs and assholes. Make no mistake, you are... And you should shut the fuck up. Thank God for you all normal people who love it when I beat the shit out of children like Ron. So I beat the shit out of him yesterday. And then uh, uh, I wrote, holy crap, you got beaten to a pulp today. You must check it out. And I'm hoping that those words ring true and then he would listen and realize, yeah, I, I kind of am a twat. That's always my goal. I don't know if that worked. Maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. Who knows? But he wrote back. I did. And I laughed the whole time, he writes. Glad I could give you content. Thank you. You did. 
I lost my train of thought on the original email. So he's giving me an excuse. How can you lose your train of thought on an email? They're written words. All you need to do is look back at it and delete shit before you send it. But Ron's dumb. The reason you got my military resume is because of how mad you made me when you referred to the American flag as that fucking flag. Well, hold up. So I I made you so mad that you rat-a-tat-tatted, didn't think, and just sent it? Well, thank you. That's a compliment. That shows my complete control over you. One of America's finest fighting men is so easily whipped down into submission by a few words from a talentless hack in a room above his garage. What a child. So Ron's hurt because of my comments about the American flag. Yeah, look, Ron, what you need to do when it comes to my comments about the flag is look at all the scumbags like the ones that you talked to uh, formerly in the group called Zaniacs United. These are the asshole racists who've ruined the flag, okay? These are the dickheads who uh, take all their money and install flagpole holders in the back of their uh, 30-year-old pickup trucks to drive around town with Trump one flags and American flags. They've ruined the American flag. That was my point in all of that. But you're too stupid to acknowledge that. They've ruined the flag. In fact, I'll tell you this. If I were president, the first thing I would do, in addition to take all the guns away, would be to uh, ban the flag. I would demand a new flag. We must go back to the drawing board and and we will never again see this new, this old racist flag and make a new flag there. How does that feel? He writes that one pissed me off. I do very much understand you are providing content and I usually, and will continue to enjoy said content. Well, you know, you say that yesterday, but after what I just said, it wouldn't surprise me if you took your ball and your military, decorated military career and went uh, home. Okay? Then he writes, by the way, I did make it to E6. Look it up. Uh, Who cares? No one cares what that means. No one cares. You got to stop talking about your military career. We don't care. In my years in the Navy. Okay, you're in the Navy. You're gay. Uh, He says, I wasn't an Army grunt. I was an FC1. Again, look it up. No, don't care. He says, I'm not giving you up, though. Well, wait a minute. You're all over the place. You're telling me in previous emails, because when you lost control, that you were giving it up. He says, I've always liked your shows. I can't take the political crap. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. 
you're just a kid, okay? You're an immature child. But we are who we are. Again, good job on the roast today. Almost a cab cameo for free, LOL. So this guy's a this guy's what I call a P1. He'll never stop listening. He loves it. He can't help himself. I wrote, no problem. Thanks for listening. And then he responded with a thumbs up, a middle finger, and a laughy emoji. So, all right. That's fine. Okay. Better. I just hope you know that when you scumbags come in here and try to push me around, I am not taking your shit, you fucking dumbass. No one cares. My God. And if you can't see my point about the flag, you got to understand, as uh, Corey writes, whenever I see these white supremacists and MAGA dicks holding the flag, it's infuriating. That's my point. They've ruined what was a patriotic thing. It's ruined because people like Trump have given those clowns a voice and that's why they feel emboldened to let their, their words be known. And that's why they kill people in Charlottesville. They're idiots. All right. Chris says, now thank me for my service. And I saw all those former Zaniac pussies. Because uh, Ron, as soon as I got done uh, uh, blissed, well, actually, he didn't hear my show till later in the day. He took my words during uh, that email exchange and ran over, ran over to the Deniacs and said, look what he did. Look what he did. And every one of those sheep scum sucking motherfuckers responded with, thank you for your service. <laughs> He's so bad. He's gone off the deep end. He said he wants to fight veterans who wear hats. <laughs> Uh, I was just reminded of something in all seriousness, because you can take what I just said with, with either a grain of salt or as the, or as the gospel, I don't care. It's your problem. If any one of you assholes listening to this right now in the chat reported the boomer bunker, then I don't want you here. And I'm dead serious. I am not in character in any way, shape, or form. I hope to God, and no offense, Corey, but you're suspect number one. Now, the only reason why I say that is because you are the self-admitted king troll, and you know your way around Twitch. So there is evidence to support the theory uh, that you did it, but I can't prove that. Kenny says it wasn't anyone here. I firmly believe that. Well, that is, that is, and you're a Democrat. So there's that. So, um, I'm just saying because of your history, that's why you're looked at. It's not like I want to indict you. God knows I can't be losing audience these days. It's not Maureen, it's not Linda, but 
Uh, I know Maureen and Linda, I was not in on it. More, I wasn't even watching. Maureen and Linda and uh, Corey were in the chat. And I know Corey was stirring up shit in there. So, Corey, I hope it wasn't you, buddy. Kenny seems to have your back. But I hope and pray it was no one from this show. So. I'm just, hey, dude, the only reason why I'm suggesting that is because you're the self-admitted troll. I don't want to believe that, but there's just evidence. Corey denies it. Thank you. Kenny wrote, if Corey did it, I wouldn't have had to explain that they were banned. He says it wasn't him. All right. Well, good. That makes me happy and makes me feel somewhat better. Because, again, I was the last to know about any of this shit. But anyway, somebody uh, reported the Boomer Bunker and got them kicked off Twitch. And so John had to call off the dogs because all of those former listeners who actually still listen to this show now, but they kind of do it like on the down low, which is fine. I don't give a shit. Um, They were all gathering up their pitchforks and tiki torches wanting to get me kicked off of this. Now, for what? There isn't anything I do that can get me kicked off. I mean, let, let's be honest here. On the Boomer Bunker, the nickname of that show is the Bigot Bunker. I mean, it is not out of the question to hear various slurs at any given time. Okay? Megan is off to get a pap smear, which is one of the most fun to say, gross, and descriptive terms on the planet. Did they have to add the word smear? Is it smear or schmear? Pap smear. I think it's smear. The word smear should not be included in that. They should just call it, I'm off to get a pap. It's much, it's a lot less devastating when you take smear off of it, you know? It's a little rough. It's, it's very difficult because what they have to do is, is not the most fun. They have to, uh, I think, scrape the cervix and get some of those uh, tissue cells and then put it on, smear it onto like a slide and look at it under a microscope. Linda says, like cream cheese on a bagel. Fuck. Thank you to NU1SO, new one so, for signing up. With Amazon Prime. I appreciate that. Um, Where was I? Corey writes, to be fair, don't break Twitch rules and you won't get kicked off. That's true. That is true. The ladies are being very gross with uh, Linda uh, like cream cheese on a bagel and then followed up by Sarah writing... Scooch down until you can feel my hand. Boy, it's tough to be a woman. Maureen writes, get in the stirrups. Fuck. You guys got it rough. Sorry about that. The price you pay for motherhood, you know?
Chris in Maine says it's gapy for a good month after. What is wrong with you people? Okay, we are just minutes away from Dear Meathead with my beloved father. If you have questions, send them on the Shoreliner Striping inbox, eric at ericzaneshow.com. Join me on Patreon to make up for the 22 that flew the coop. And that is it. That is the last big bunch. I did make up. uh, I just got new stats on that. That's where I came up with that. Uh, I did make back about 12, but still, I like that to be the other direction, you know? So it'll take a month to make it up. But if you like the free show, this, if you like this and you want more, you know, two hours a day just might not be enough to make you through the workday. Go to my Patreon, 15 additional hours each and every week. A lot of people on Patreon give you a bonus show a month or something like that. I don't do that. I give you a full menu of things to choose from. I try to over deliver. That's how I do it. I feel that that is worth five, a five or $10 per month donation. You get all of that. I suggest trying it for one month for either of those price points. You can give as much as you want though. That's up to you. Some actually do give me more per month and I sincerely appreciate that. Five bucks a month gives you all of the audio and the archive. Ten bucks a month is all the audio, all the video, and the live streams. Try it for one month. If you're bored, cancel it. If you like it, let it ride month to month. Or you have the option of converting to a yearly where you pay all up front. And I will take 10% off of the cost patreon.com slash Eric Zane. It's impossible to miss where that is. P as in Paul, A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. The open and live stream of today's show brought to you by Bosco's Pub. Uh, Bosco'spub.com. They are part of Terra Square in Hudsonville, Michigan. Pretty simple. Not the biggest place. New building. Terrific burgers, terrific quote unquote pub food. You know, you're going to watch the game, have some mozzarella sticks, drink a couple of fantastically cold beers, uh, well drinks mixed appropriately with some stiff pours, great people, wonderful servers, family run business, Bosco's pub. That's where I used to meet with, uh, the old crew. They're out. I don't want to ever see their smelly fucking toothless faces again. Uh, I will see the new crew when I schedule my next party. If I see the old crew, I'd likely bounce a beer mug off their face. Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, Michigan. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, 616-532-6600. Thanks to Don O, the most recent member of the audience, to visit my friends at Irvine's to say hello and get his vehicle repaired. 
So he's experiencing that for himself. ERVines.com. ERVines.com. 616-532-6600. They're in the middle of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, Very conveniently located. If you're in the West Michigan area, that's where you need to go to get your vehicle repaired for any type of small scheduled maintenance to something more elaborate or an emergency, whatever you need. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Of course, Full House Comedy, that's where you go. If you want to laugh, venues all over West Michigan. Mike Palisak is at the listening room all this week, starting tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Thank you so much to Full House Comedy for being on board with the show. All right. Actually, let me get these in two before I get dad in here because I'm way behind. Thank you to dumpster divers. Kyle from dumpster divers will join us for let's kill tomorrow with this shitty internet sitting in the hallway. Dumpster divers. If you need a dumpster place to call, place to reach out to is dumpster divers. 616-375-9962. Call or text, or just go to dumpster divers, LLC.com. Uh, three different size dumpsters, depending on how much crap you want to get rid of. They do junk removal. They do demolition. Their dumpsters are priced cheaper than anyone else in the entire region because they have a lower weight limit. A lot of the times, if you order a dumpster from anybody else, you're getting ripped off because they're putting a weight limit on there that you can't possibly achieve, even if you fill that thing up with concrete. You're paying for what you don't need. DumpsterDiversLLC.com. Insurance. Don't go without health care, ding dong. Uh, Obama put this in place, and I still can't figure out why everybody was so pissed off about it. But I've used Obamacare for four years, and it's awesome. But the problem is I tried to figure it out on my own the first year and screwed it all up. Don't do that. Reach out to Frank Fuss. Frank will take care of everything. First of all, he's going to make sure that you can enroll uh, before open enrollment hits. But uh, nevertheless, all you got to do to talk to Frank is either go to buyinsurancehere.com, fill out the form, or call or text him, and then he'll shoot you a link that you fill out. You click on fill out the form, and then boom, you're talking to him face-to-face, over the phone, Zoom, at the coffee shop, your house, doesn't matter. And Frank's services are free. Thank you, thank you, thank you to Frank Fuss. And then uh, you got racing this weekend at Berlin. I'm going to put a post up on social media if you want to win tickets. All you got to do is like it. BerlinRaceway.com. Uh, tickets, when you buy online, are as low as 12 bucks a pop. When you buy those online, a little bit more when you buy them at the gate. All right? But uh, BerlinRaceway.com. In fact, coming up even lower... Even lower, they've reduced. They're having a special sale for this coming weekend. August 6th, uh, 6th, tickets are on sale for just 10 bucks. Fan appreciation night, so they've lowered the price. Fireworks. You'll see limited late models, the Sportsman Series, and the four cylinders. 10 bucks a pop, 15 and under, free, parking free. Cooler's okay, 12 by 18 or smaller, no glass. You can bring snacks, no alcohol. 
BerlinRaceway.com. Love it. All right. What else did I want to talk to you about? Um, Oh, voting. I can't wait to talk to you about my voting experience yesterday. After Dear Meathead. Dear Meathead brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware with a question of the day from JM Synthetics. Hello. Hi, Joanne. How are you? I'm fine, honey. How was the uh, uh, canning of the beets last night? <laughs> I froze them. Oh. I always freeze them. Okay. That's, that's different than canning. Yeah, it's... Uh, it is. You don't have to heat the house up as much. Oh, yeah. You have to, you have to boil them in the hot water and the cans and everything. And this way, I can just dip them in a little water for a minute, hot water, and then cool them down and cut them up and throw them in the freezer. So, yeah, I've heard people, I talked to you about this yesterday. I've heard people talk about how it it's unbe- they're unbelievably healthy beets. Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't tell you a story. Right. And I, I wish my mother hadn't ruined that for me. I talked to you about how when I was a kid, I didn't like them. And she made me eat them and wouldn't let me leave the dinner table. And then I threw up on my on the table. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Can you believe that? I mean, God rest, oh. her, God, uh, God rest her soul. But, oh, that was terrible. Uh, well, she was just trying to make you healthy. Yeah, I've got an aversion <laughs> from them now uh one of the very few foods that i have an aversion to but uh, uh i i'm gonna have to try those again you're right i gotta i gotta i gotta do that yeah and the fresh ones are much better than the ones in the can but at least you could get an idea whether you could stand them or not now these are different than sugar beets right uh yeah i think so and so these are the I don't, these are the bright i don't really know they're just beets <laughs> and they're and they're the and they're the bright red ones huh yeah what would you? Com- they're, they're dark red. Okay. What What would you compare their flavor to or their texture? Oh gosh, a potato, I guess. Okay. It's a root thing, like a potato. Potato or a, or a turnip? Yeah. All right. I'm gonna give it a go. May I, I should make a video of it because I'll probably be grossed out. And did you know you can eat the leaves on the top too? You can eat the leaves too. You like like put them in a salad. No, you uh, fry them in butter and a little garlic and salt and pepper. Oh, okay. It sounds, it, sounds, it sounds like some old school stuff. Well, it is old school. I've been around since dirt. <laughs> 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 My grandmother cooked anything. We used to go dig dandelions out of the garden. I mean, out of the yard, and she'd cook them. Oh, that's awesome. That's incredible. Now you can buy them from the store and eat them, but... Back then, she just had us kids go out and dig them out of the garden. So okay, well, you know, I love you very much. I love you too, honey. And uh, is is that happy, happy boy there? Yes, he's coming. Okay. I had to answer the phone because he wasn't quite ready. Oh, he's okay. Ready now, I think. He's feeling good, <laughs> huh? Minute, honey. Okay. Good morning, Dad. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm having a great day. Everything uh, everything going well in your world? Yeah, pretty good. 
Okay, good. Uh, I haven't looked outside to see uh, what the weather is all about, but that's... Yeah. I guess we're having some uh, storms tonight, huh? Yeah, it's going to be a little rainy, but it's also going to be super hot and ridiculous and humid yeah. and, and just a little bit gross, frankly. Yeah, but we need water. God, we need rain. Did you, uh, did you, I don't know if you heard that story. I, I know you watch a lot of the news. Uh, that story about there's an area out west. Um, you ever heard of the Hoover Dam? Yeah. Well, uh, when they put that dam up, it made a lake called Lake Mead. And that's like yeah, a huge. I know, lake. I know of it. Yeah, it gives water to like 40 million people. And uh, it's drying up. And it, the, the level of it is so low. Oh my God! They're, they're finding shipwrecks and uh, boats and like bodies. They're actually finding bodies of people who either drowned or were murdered, and they threw their bodies into the water. Like a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. You know that's uh, near Vegas, so a lot of those mob people would kill somebody, put them in a barrel, and then put them in Lake Mead. And they're they're actually finding those people because the water levels dropping from the drought. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's the, you, you, everywhere. It's like, uh, you know, everything. This is terrible. I never, never could have imagined that we'll have a situation like this happening in America. Well, the never. world. The world it's, it's, it's a little bit scary, you know? I mean, you don't like to hear yes, about it all these uh, wildfires and crazy things going on. But um, yeah. that's, that's a, uh, the a sense of uh, uh, war. Uh, the, the necessity of water right and uh, dad now they're they're talking a lot there's a lot of talk about this is all being brought on because uh the earth is getting hotter have you have you ever heard anybody talk about that no no i have not heard yeah it's, i mean none of these i've heard it's a term called uh, climate change have you heard of climate change yes i have okay so uh, most people agree, most scientists agree that that's what's happening. Uh, some people who are dumb don't believe that, but uh, that's that's what's causing all this. Oh, this is terrible because I see it, it actually is. The change, I can look at the skies. I've never seen the sky the way I see it now. What do you mean? I mean, just, just <laughs> the colors of it. The, 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 almost all, all, every day that I've looked up, Chop, chopped up sections of it in, in big blue colors. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. White All right, colors. Well, now that's now I haven't heard of that one, Dad. But uh, I, yeah, in, in front of me, right out of this window, I looked up. So, so is that so? You're saying that the chopped up sky is that? Yeah, I mean, uh, it used to be like when it's cloudy. Uh huh. Was solid cloud. And now there's a chunk here, another 20 feet somewhere else. Huh. Uh, you I, know. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I, I always thought that that was just called partly cloudy. Well, I don't know what they call them. I mean, yeah, I've heard of partly cloudy. <laughs> but uh, I've never seen uh, so much blue separate all by itself. Uh, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> Excuse me. I'll, 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 I'll keep an eye on that. Yeah. Some days it's here, some days it's not. So. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Uh, right now, I don't know what it is. Is this cloudy? Well, I don't know. Is it white or blue? It's all white. Well, that's cloudy. It's solid white. 
Well, that's a lot of clouds. Well, that's just the whole thing I'm talking about. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. It's, uh, it's not a little bit of cloud. Uh, it is whole cloud. All right. Whole cloud. I got it. I'm writing that down. A whole cloud. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, boy. All right. Well, Dad, Jimmy uh, has a question. His name is Jimmy. He lives in Portland, Maine. And, Hi, uh, Jimmy. And he, uh, he writes, Dear Meathead, uh, my favorite car is a 57 Chevy. What is your favorite old car if you could have anything you want? Old car? I can't think of the name. When I was a young kid, the first car I had, Chevy. It was Chevy. It was a junk. A Chevy junk? Yeah, to me, it was a, a piece of junk. Oh, okay. But it was a Chevy. That was a favorite car of mine. And I baby that. I finally got it going. And, uh, I mean, uh, I was just new in this country. Uh -huh. To have a car like that, it was like God's gift. Right. Yeah, you know what? And I, I can understand that. There's a lot of nostalgia with your first car. I, I feel the oh, same way. Wow. I feel the exact same way. You know? No, that was that was it. I babied that thing, and half of it was rotted away, but I just cleaned it up and patched it up with uh, uh, metal and screwed it in inside of the siding of it, so it wouldn't right. be as bad. Right. <laughs> oh right. man. Uh, and uh, I had an uncle that uh, God rest his soul. Uh, he wouldn't let me have that thing around my house. Around, I live with him. Yeah, yeah. On a temporary basis. I had a, a park at about, uh, oh, half a mile away. A half and mile away? Why, he mean he didn't want it near the house because it was so ugly? He didn't want it by his house. Ah. It was uh, leaking oil. Okay. And, uh, but man, I, I, at night I'd leave it out there on the road, you know. And I worry about somebody stealing it. And yep, yep, yep. Oh, God, what a life. All right, Dad, that's uh, that's good to know. By the way, um, I, I'm just going to let you know, um, I don't see a question from Aram this week, and that's probably a disappointment because I know how much you love to hear from Aram. Listen, he has been on my, last night, the whole night on my thoughts. Uh, really? You were, you've been excited? I swear, I, I just couldn't get him off my, my brain. Wow. Well, you know what's great, Dad? Maybe one day Aram will visit and you two can, like, shake hands and give each other. Oh, I would love to visit him. I, I just, I don't know. I don't know why I like him. Well, he's an Armenian. You got to love the Armenian. Are you kidding well, me? But still, there's something significant about him. There's not enough. There's not many of us in the world, you know. Oh no, 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 no! I don't know. We got a lot of Armenians here, but we don't know where they are. <laughs> they're they're hiding. They're hiding. Is right. <laughs> uh, all right. Really oh, good. Boy. Hey, Dad. Uh, Nathan writes, "Dear Meathead, have you ever wanted to run your own business?" Not really. No. 
No. I always liked I liked to work with somebody else. When I was a young kid, very young, really, I worked in his drugstore. Uh-huh. Uh, in about, oh, two weeks. I didn't know a thing about it. Uh-huh. Uh, make me clean the place up and all that, and I'd worked uh, two days a week over there. Okay. And in about uh, four days, five days, I got a gist of that business. Man, I had that place spotless, and I started memorizing the prices of the products. Yeah, you could I took over yeah. in about, uh, oh, i say six weeks. Yeah, you could have run the I took the over the cigar department. You took over the cigar department. <laughs> yeah, I sold, sold uh, cigarettes, cigarettes, cigars. Yeah, that's funny, Dad. You used to smoke a lot back in the day. Oh, yeah. And uh, you started at a young age probably because you were working there. And I took on smoking Marlboro. Oh, I know. In fact, I still have pictures. I I think I may have seen them when I was at your house. Uh, When you were selling insurance in the 70s, sitting at a desk, Uh inside smoking Marlboros while you're on the phone trying to sell people life insurance policies. Oh, yeah. That was a good thing. Yeah, that's the way we did it. Uh, I'd smoke a pack a day. Oh, my God. Uh, yes. All right. Dad, I have a, a question from an anonymous person who uh, this is what this person writes. And I believe this is a lady writing about a man that she is starting a relationship with. Okay. Okay. And I guess the man has some problems with confidence. And, uh, and so this is what she writes. Dear me, Dad, what's the best way to convince a man, a man that I find him uh, extremely attractive, and he doesn't think he's attractive? Uh, she says, uh, he doesn't believe me. And one day, things may get to a physical level, but I'm concerned he will reject me because he doesn't have any confidence. Are you following this? Yeah, I'm following it, but it's kind of a difficult case. Okay, so she really likes this guy, and and he's he's like uh, she's really thinks he's handsome, but he doesn't think he's handsome. He thinks he's a he's not attractive in any way, shape, or form. So she says, and she's worried about that. You know, I mean, she's worried about this guy's self image, even though she loves him. You know. And he's all like, uh, he doesn't have any confidence. Well, so she is going to try to build his confidence. Is that it? Yeah, she's like, oh, my God, you're so handsome. I'm so attracted to you. And he's like, no, I'm ugly. I don't I don't believe you. And then she, like, uh, might grab his ding-dong or something. And then she, he's like, oh, no, don't do that. I'm ugly, you know? Well, listen, it's a simple situation. I mean, if this guy is sold on the fact that he's ugly, let him think of that. Yeah. Okay. And then say, listen, I'm telling you that I'm taken to your handsome look. Yeah. Tell him. Yeah. You don't accept that. Well, then. I mean, just be straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think maybe. Just for me then. I think you're on to something. Maybe if. Wait, what was that last thing you said? 
I said, if you don't trust this, what I'm saying to you, then, and then he, he doesn't let you in with the personality, yeah. we'll just get away from him. Oh, yeah, dump him. Dump him. Yeah, okay. Now, right. listen, I am, I'm putting something in, in there that's very important. It's, that's my personality caring for your personality and your look, your everything else. Now, you don't like it because you think you're ugly. Goodbye. Yeah, you got to get mad at him and say, look, if you think you're ugly, well, then I'm leaving. Just dump him. And if he does leave, that's a good thing that happened. Yeah. Because this, this case is going to be nothing but a trouble. Right. Yep. If he can't get over it, well, then that's enough. I mean, listen, when she is showing so much affection and care for this guy, and this guy is doing that, Oh, hey. Yeah, it sounds very dramatic. It's like, get Don't over it. Don't feel yourself too cheaply. Yeah, just get over it. You're 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 attractive. That's all that matters to her. So quit being That's a, right. a and baby. And then you can find somebody that actually thinks yeah. that he, she is good looking or he is good right. looking. You know. He should just put it to her. Yeah. All right. Uh, no, people sell themselves short on a lot of things. Yeah, yeah you know, toughen up. It's okay. Jeez. Sure. All right. Uh, Sarah writes, Dear Meathead, I am about to quit my job after 25 years. I've gotten a new job. I don't feel like I want to give a two weeks notice. I know that's standard, but I don't want to do it. I addressed many issues that have been going on over the last six months and nothing has been done. Uh, I have the new job. What do you think? Should I just say I'm not coming any anymore or should I give them a two weeks notice? Well, first of all, maybe you should ask them, listen, I'm going to be leaving you guys. Do you need two weeks notice? Let them let the, the company that he's telling that to. Yeah. Well, what is it? Says, oh, yeah, we really do. We do need it because we need to find somebody else to, you know, replace you. You, you yeah. valuable custom person and all that. Well, if they say, well, no, go ahead, then you, you're easy right. on that. But, okay, imagine if you're, if that's you, and, um, but this company that she wants to leave, She's had many issues, personnel issues and problems, and they haven't, like, and they've ignored her, you know? Like, it's a bad it's a bad environment, and so she yeah. doesn't, you know what I mean? She kind of feels bad about working there because they treat her like garbage. Oh, my gosh, that's, you, you didn't tell me all of that. That's an easy way out. Get out yeah. of there. Okay, so don't even give them a two-week notice. If they've treated her like garbage, just say, I'm gone. Screw you guys. Yeah, absolutely. You're being very loyal to them. That's great. But how loyal were they yeah. to you? I would even I would even say, hey, I quit. I would have given you two weeks notice, but you treat me like crap, so goodbye. That's a good idea. Yeah. Burn uh, the hey, bridge. Uh, your attitude has really had not been the best for me. So you don't need me. You can get yourself right. someone else. But the other side of that is... You know the old saying, never burn a bridge? Never heard of it. You, 
You, you've I'm never. Right up, Richard, uh, let me tell you. Well, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree because that's all I've done is burn bridges. <laughs> hey, uh, that's a good thing. All right, so burn the bridge. Get out of there. Get out of there. Oh my gosh. All these years they didn't see your values. Yeah. And you're getting out of there now. In fact, uh, tell them something nasty and leave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Drop it on them. No, yeah. not necessary. That's, that's not necessary. Yeah. I'm just talking. Yeah. Just say, I'm sorry, but I got a different job. Goodbye. And don't embellish on it. No embellishing. Yeah. All right. Okay, Dad, I got one more question. It's from Jesse. Jesse recently rented a house, like uh, like a vacation, a, a little getaway. A getaway uh, house or live around 24-7? Uh, like a vacation. You know how sometimes you, like, rent a house when you go on a yeah. trip? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, rental place. So um, he did that, and the place was very, very gross, uh, it hadn't been cleaned in a long time. The floors were sticky. Uh, the bed sheets were dirty with other people's hair on the bed sheets. Uh, and the rental company would not give me my money back. So I disputed the charge on my credit card, he writes. Uh, and then he writes, am I wrong or am, am, I, am I being uh, uh, an a-hole or am I right? No, I think you're right, 100%. I do, too. I mean, if it's not clean and you don't feel comfortable, I mean, that's, 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 I think that's pretty standard. It's just like uh, take a dump uh, and live in it, and it just, oh, my gosh. Yeah, no. it would be like if you went on a, a trip to someplace nice and you showed up at your hotel or the, the house you rented, and, you know, it's it's a disaster. You you'd be furious. Absolutely, you'd be, you'd be furious. That's right. No way. Yeah, if you're spending that money, Jesse, you gotta you gotta dispute those charges. There, you you can't do it. And, well, you want, you go over there for uh, ten days of uh, like a vacation. Um. Well, that's exactly what he did. Now, the company that he rented it from said that he signed a contract and there are no refunds, and. Uh, but that's the thing. You could possibly get yourself in some legal issues there. Hopefully you got pictures of how messy that place was because you might be on the hook for that. And then if you, they take you to court, you're going to have to pay their court costs. I agree with you, though. I think that you may not be able to get away because, my God, you got a pair of good-looking eyes and you could see the crap all over the place and you're still rendering it. Well, I was telling the guy, listen, uh, I'll take it, but you're gonna have to clean this all up. Well, I think that it, I think when you rent these, you can't get your eyes on it before you rent it. I think it's just, you know, it's kind of like renting a hotel room. Well, then you might get burned on that. Yeah, maybe. All right. Well, good luck, Jesse. I mean, I I hope that that works out for you, but um, just just something to think about. I, I wouldn't absolutely, I Jesse. Wouldn't... Don't don't be so. Uh, naive about things if you were to do something like that take a look at it see what it is and then there still be you know people fall for the price you know hey oh it's right, a cheap right. yeah. oh cheaper well don't do that then you end up paying the piper yeah yes pay the piper to be sure that's uh, right 
Okay, Dad, I love you. Uh, everybody loves you. You're the best, and uh, I, I, I can't, I can't wait to see you again. Okay. Yes, yes. Hurry, will you? I'm missing you guys. Yeah. I'll give you some good food. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta cook some food. Some. Uh, You're gonna have to cook it. Yeah, we're gonna have to make <laughs> some more risotto. We, we should do, we should do that monthly. We should do that every month. That'd be great. That'd be great. The, the hot summers that go by in a hurry then. Yep, yep. Okay, be careful out there. All right. Okay. No problem. All right, I love you. I don't even leave the house, so how could I be not careful? Right. Yes, well, yes. Well, so you do too. Goodbye, Joanne. I love you. I love you too, honey. Say okay. hello to everybody in the family. Will do. See ya. Love you. Love you too. Bye. There you go. Dear Meet Ed with the question of the day from Sarah about quitting the job. Brought to you by JM Synthetics and Dear Meathead, title sponsor, Baldwin Ace Hardware. Thank you so much. Everybody loves Dad. Oh, my God. He's just great. Jesse says, an update, I lost the dispute yesterday, but I did give them a one-star review. Say hello to your honey, guy. Uh, all right. Just awesome. Kyle says if you use a credit card to pay, you can dispute for unsatisfactory service. Uh, if I missed any of your questions, I think I did miss some questions. I'm so sorry. I will say I actually had some from last week that I found, so I had to get to those, and I only have so much time. Uh, Brandis, and I guess I missed one from Kenny. So, uh, yeah, okay. Well, there you go. You got something for next week. We're off and running for next week. So thank you. If you sent questions, I will get to them. Uh, there's always next week. God willing, always next week. Okay. Bruce, what are you doing? Uh, yesterday, I went to the polls. I actually, I was driving over to the, get the car looked at Diana's car and I, it goes right by the precinct where I vote. I go, I'm going to vote. And, uh, I come walking in there and, uh, there's a clerk right at the front. I go, hi. And she goes, what precinct are you? And there's one of two precincts where this is. And, uh, I go, I don't know. Okay, what's your name? All right, so I start spelling out my last name, Z-E-I-T, and she's typing, and she goes, O-Y-P-R, she's that old. I go, no, 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 Z-E-I-T-U, and then um, after every keystroke, that she's, uh, it starts like the computer that she's at is emitting a sound, ding, 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 ding. and that's telling her that it's not working. But she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing, and she's looking at the keyboard so she can't see that the field she's actually typing in on the screen is not registering any letters. She goes, it, it doesn't come up. I typed it in. It, it looks like you're not here. Are you sure you're in the right place? I go, I am. Yeah, I sure am. She goes, okay, let's start over. So getting, giving her my name again, it's doing the same thing. And so now I know there's a problem, but she's not, like I said, she's looking at the keyboard. She's not looking at the screen and I can hear the tones with every key stroke. 
So something's not working. And uh, she, and then the line behind me is getting longer and longer and longer. And everybody's getting pissed off. The, the, they're holding the door open at this church where I vote. And now the line is stretched out the door. And she's like, are you sure you're in the right? Yes. Oh, okay. I got you, Richard. Richard. I go, no, that's not my name. My name is Eric. Really? Huh. Okay. I think you're in. Uh, precinct 11, that's on the north side of the county. You're in the wrong place. I go, I am not. This is my precinct. It always has been. I go, let me give you my license. I give her my license with my name. My name's hard to spell. And, you know, these Dutch people, she's Dutch and she's old. So dumb and old. And... She, after all of this, it must take five minutes. People are like, uh, you know, trying to like bypass the line now. And this goes on. And then finally she figures it out. She goes, oh, I see you, Eric. I go, yes. Okay. You're in this precinct. Thank you, ma'am. I didn't lose my shit. I know I wanted a strangler. I wanted to, I was actually, while she was fucking that up repeatedly, um, in my mind, she was breathing her last breath. It was that bad. I was, it was, I, I've been so angry lately. Okay. And it's because of the people formerly known as the Zaniacs. That mob has turned me into an evil person. And it's all their fault. And I wanted to grab that lady out of the chair and drag her outside and throw her in the road. I was that furious with her, but I'm like, kind of like, just keep it together. Keep it together. I go into my, uh, precinct. There's the clerk and she's also 150 years old. And I'm thinking to myself, this is bad. This is bad. All we have here are, uh, intellectually impaired people and old women are running our elections. This actually does give some degree of credit uh, to like what Trump said. And it isn't so much old dominion voting machines. It's just old. That's the problem. And so I fill out my little thing you fill out and she goes, okay, now you got to go over there and you got to give this to them. So they verify my address. They give me my ballot. She goes, they go, you can either only vote. You can only vote all Republican or all Democrat. And I go, yes, that is correct. So I go in there. I vote all Democrat. There were some um, races that don't have a Democratic candidate, but there's a box and a line next to it. And I forget what those positions were. There is a Republican running. See where I live again. It's all Republicans. Usually the Democrats don't even run because they don't have a chance. Um, so I would darken the box and write my name in. I also voted for my pal, Todd Avery. I wonder if he won. Todd Avery was running for something. Uh, Todd. 
Avery, 85th District. Uh, he was running for a state um, Congress, uh, state house. I don't know if he won. I don't think he won. There's no way he's going to win. There's only like three Democrats in the entire uh, uh, district. And there he was the only Democrat running. And there was like six Republicans. I'm pretty sure he didn't win, but I don't know. It, it would have been a major upset. I should have actually endorsed him because he's a good friend of mine. Um, so I rode myself in to a few races, voted straight ticket. Obviously it's all you can do in this, uh, primary election or this August election, but I did vote voter turnout was average from what I'm told. And then, uh, you, you, you slide your ballot into the machine and then, uh, my pillow guy is like, this is a illegal machine, illegal machine. I'm fucking shit asshole. And then I was on my way. It was a good experience. I'm glad I did it. And you should do it too. All right. My God, am I thirsty. I'm going to go fill up the water, which I again forgot to do because I'm an idiot and go tinkle. And then I'm going to come back and finish the show. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. As always, make sure you follow me on Twitch. Subscribe with your Amazon Prime account for free, or you can do that on your own without Amazon Prime, and then you get the show ad-free. I have T-shirts available. EricZaneShow.com if you want a T-shirt, including the Zaniacs T-shirt, which I, I just hate the term now. It just, it just, it's ruined for me. And I know some of you, well, one of you, cares about it, uh, Kenny is the only one who gives a shit about the term, but I, I don't know. It's just become so tainted because of that mob. Uh, I hate them and, um, it just, it just doesn't work for me at all. In fact, I got that great sign behind me that says Zaniacs of Tennessee. I think I'm going to redo that and take that word off. I don't know. It just is so wrecked for me. The Zaniacs are just dead. Fuck the Zaniacs, pieces of shit. All right. Sorry, just the way I feel. Uh, thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. If you are in the market for a mortgage, uh, this is who you got to call. You can obviously still get a mortgage, just uh, the rates are a little bit higher these days than what they were a year ago. Still low. I mean, you can still get a mortgage for 5%, for God's sake. 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. All right. Uh, just fantastic. So there you go. Whether that's your first mortgage or your 10th mortgage, uh, you need to get it from Mario. For wherever you are in the listening audience, with the exception of uh, Alaska, Hawaii, Maine, and South Carolina. Also, also, um, if you need money out of your home with its incredibly high value right now, uh, you can use that money to do whatever you want with. 
go on a trip, buy a car, uh, pay off credit card debt. That's what I recommend. Get rid of that 25% interest rate on the credit card and uh, pay that balance off because you're kind of uh, wasting your money. Uh, so there you go. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. TC Paintball. In a week and a half, we have Paintball War number 19. It's finally happening. I need to hear from you. Either go to the Facebook event on my Facebook page and indicate that you're coming. Or just reach out to me via email. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Subject line Paintball. Um, we're coming, Eric. We're bringing five people. TC Paintball, that event is happening on Sunday the 14th, 5 p.m. start. Pizza party beforehand. Outdoor paintball play after that. All for 35 bucks. You get to shoot me with paintballs. Okay? 35 bucks covers the mask, the paintballs, and the gun. There you go. All included. Thank you to those folks who already have their guns and their mask because they still graciously pay the full price. And that is awesome. You are wonderful supporters of my sponsors, Mays, uh, Tarantula Farmer, uh, the Terry Emo family. You guys are, are just fantastic. And uh, I really appreciate that. Thank you. And if you want to book a party at TC Paintball at any time, first of all, drop and play during the week, Wednesdays, today, Ladies' Day and Little League Day, Saturdays, uh, book an appointment time. TCPaintballGR.com. Okay, Kent County Health Department, Breastfeeding Awareness Month. I know this sounds strange, but they actually have a month dedicated to uh, uh, building awareness about how important it is to breastfeed your baby for as long as you possibly can. Now, I'm not talking till the kid's like 14. But especially early on during those early development months, mother's milk is superior to anything on the planet. Mother's milk for the baby. Uh, truth be told, some mothers can't breastfeed and they can get their um, they can't breastfeed their baby, so they can get their milk from a uh, a donor. Also very good, but not as perfect as mom to actual baby that was born it's tailor-made for that child's digestive system absolutely perfect if you need more information about breastfeeding or if you know someone who is about to give birth to a baby or might just have questions you know uh, go to accesskent.com slash health more to get to i'll be back uh, Kyle Fade, I have a new parody song, an EZSP, Eric Zane Show parody, that last night I wrote and uh, produced and sang that I am going to feature on the start of today's Patreon. And I'm really excited about it because, um, well, it, it I think it's... Uh, I think I'm starting to get the hang of it more, and I think you're going to like it. I think you're going to laugh at it. I really do. Look at me. I'm kind of giddy about the whole thing. Okay. A couple things I want to share 
as we only have a handful of minutes left. But uh, overnight, it was announced that we lost Vin Scully. Now, Vin is uh, kind of the last of the legends when it comes to baseball announcing. Off the top of my head, and forgive me if I forget some of the legends, but, you know, Harry Carey, Ernie Harwell, Jack Buck, Vin Scully. Uh, Vin was, I think, uh, 96. And he was the announcer for the Los Angeles Dodgers. For 67 years. Okay. And something about it, uh, when it comes to those old timers, they just had such a very uh, patient, meticulous way and comforting and fun to listen to and warm and how they would express the game and in some cases, the stories that interweave into the game. So, uh, like, for example, Ernie Harwell and, and Vin Scully, these guys interacted with people like Babe Ruth and, and Jackie Robinson, the absolute uh, 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 icons of the sport, okay? So he retired a few years ago. Uh, Vin Scully did, and uh, he's always described as like the sweetest, nicest, friendliest person ever, not a bit of pretentiousness. And um, so while I was taking a leak, Diana said, uh, I just sent you something spectacular, and I'm glad she reminded me of it, being that she is kind of like producer. Uh, of this show. She does. She provides a lot of content for the show, frankly. So, and I just love this because being in Michigan, growing up a Detroit Tigers fan, the Tigers won the world series in 1984. That was 37 years ago. It was a long time ago. And that team had like a bunch of legends on it. Alan Trammell, Lou Whitaker, uh, Lance Parrish, Jack Morris, Kirk Gibson, who, you know, went to Michigan State, was a beast on the football field, decided that he wanted to play baseball instead. And this guy was just, he still is an ass kicker. He'll beat the shit out of you, even though he's in the throes of Parkinson's right now. But this motherfucker... He just crushes it when he played for the Tigers, and it was a sad day when Gibson left. He goes to the L.A. Dodgers, and he's a superstar for the Dodgers. 1988 baseball season. The Dodgers are in the World Series against the Oakland A's. The Dodgers are down uh, in this game by one run, they got a man on base, two outs in the ninth inning at Dodger Stadium. Gibson hasn't played any of this game. 
He's on the bench, but he's hurt, like bad. And he wasn't even going to get his uniform on. But they go, ah, what the fuck? You never know. They put him in uniform, and he's on the bench, and he can't even walk. His his left hamstring is mincemeat. His right knee is the size of a basketball. And actually getting moving is a challenge. And as the story goes, Tommy Lasorda goes, get a bat. You're up. And he's like, oh, fucking A, man. So this fucker, he's a lunatic, gets a bat. No one in the stadium knows what's happening until Gibson starts walking up the steps. That's where we pick this up. Vin Scully on the play-by-play. And look who's coming up. Getting chills. Oh, by the way, Dennis Eckersley on the mound, who's an absolute beast. Tommy the sword is like, I hope this works. the demands until he was physically unable to start tonight with two bad legs, the bad left hamstring and the swollen right knee. And with two out, you talk about a roll of the dice. This is it. If he hits the ball on the ground, I would imagine he would be running 50% to first base. So the Dodgers trying to catch lightning right now. Sacks waiting on deck, but the game right now is at the plate. High fly ball into right field. She is gone! Gibson is like, get away from me. He was so hurt. He's like, don't push me. Stay away. Stay the fuck away. That's how how in pain he was. Harold Baines can't believe it.
in a year that has been so improbable, the impossible has happened. And look who's coming up. Excuse me. I'm hearing weird noises. It's some chick. Well, that's just awesome. I think that clip may have been edited. I think there were several pitches uh, where uh, he, you know, foul ball, whatever. Gibby said he got, he had one good swing in him. Linda says, I have that jersey in my closet. That was just spectacular. Kevin Kuypers says Gibson's son is an asshole. Oh, why did you have an interaction with him? What the hell? Uh, all right. So that's, that's, uh, that we, we lost a great one. Vin Scully has passed away. And so I, you know, I don't know if there's anyone left who, uh, is, is of that, um, that era, you know, the old, the old school folks. Rest in peace to a legend. Uh, all right. Wanted to show, uh, share this with you, too. Uh, coincidentally, this also happened in Los Angeles. And uh, in this story, armed robbers come busting into, like, a liquor store. And they're armed with, uh, like, AK-47s or AR-15s. And uh, these tough guys come walking into the store, and they uh, the dude points the gun at the guy working behind the uh, you know cash register at the liquor store. And right when the guy comes in with the gun, says, "All right, yeah, we're gonna steal your money," the dude behind the uh, cash register pulls out this big fucking shotgun and just shoots the guy fucks them up and i love this this is a fantastic one to end the show uh okay so here we go watch this they show it like a hundred times too it's awesome trying to rob a norco market with rifles but their attempt sends one of them to the hospital nbc4's john caddy's Climax spoke to store employees about who was behind the counter with his own gun the clerk that was working this market early Sunday morning, also the owner, and just recently put in these cameras. You can see how brand new they look. And it appears he did it just in time. They came in telling him, you know. Okay, so um, he's back here in the blue. This dude comes in here. He knows they're coming because of the cameras. Do they look. Keep your eye on them. Just in time. They came in telling him, you know, watch freeze. Something about this is a robbery and pretty much to himself, I'm sure he thought, no, it ain't because <laughs> he just opened fire. Marnie works at Norco Market and Liquor, where early Sunday morning, she says her boss, the store's owner, was watching security cameras when something didn't seem right. He prepares himself. He's he's dealt with this before. He's kind of like he already knew it was a possibility. Norco? Market and liquor? 
Oh, <laughs> look at that dude. Just as one suspect makes entry, another exits in a waiting SUV with another rifle. And when the single shot is fired. The guy was screaming, he shot my arm off, he shot my arm off. As the first suspect comes running out to get away, you can. <laughs> that pussy screaming, he shot my arm off, he shot my arm off. How great was that? The guy was screaming, he shot my arm off, he shot my arm off. As a first suspect comes running out to get away, you can see a third almost miss the ride out, and a fourth is behind the wheel. Riverside County Sheriff deputies say the first suspect is 23 years old and in critical but stable condition at a hospital with wounds consistent with being shot by a gunshot blast. The other three suspects were located still inside what's been reported as a stolen BMW in the hospital parking lot. Where another law enforcement agency found so them. If you're the guy that got shot, I've shown this now like 50 times. It's terribly embarrassing for him, too. In possession of numerous stolen firearms, all of them, one from L.A., one from Englewood, one from Las Vegas, booked on robbery and conspiracy charges. I saw it. I guess a person walked in with a gun. and Not just a gun. I mean, that's like an AR-15 type gun. He was ready to go. Customers are reacting to the video, making its rounds on social media. You walk into store like this just to what take advantage of them i'm like well well you know what i'm glad craig was ready riverside sheriff investigators call craig the store clerk a quote lawfully armed member of the community who prevented a violent crime and ensured his own safety while being confronted with multiple armed suspects his employees told us though their boss had a heart attack shortly after oh. this incident and they want him to know how much they appreciate his constant so, so craig's ticker is old there and uh he had a grabber right after he did this poor guy attempts to make them feel safe he wa always wants us to feel safe i'm kind of attracted to this chick she's pretty cute you know in a in a norco northern california beat up kind of way she's a little hot to me so you know he's He's very protective of us all. I'm proud to call him my boss. He makes us feel better about being here, you know, because it can Still get showing it. We're hearing from employees at that clerk. The owner is doing very well now and actually trying to find a way to come back to work as soon as possible. Reporting in Norco, I'm John Cady's Klimak, NBC4 News. What's the place called again? Norco what? Uh, ah! Stop, stop. Norco liquor? I, there's no way they're open at 7 a.m. I mean, come on now. Maybe. Maybe that's a Patreon thing. Uh, thank you, Corey. You just subscribed for five months. I appreciate that. Uh, I'm going to shoot that fucker. Yeah, that's exactly what he did. Oh, shoot that fucker. Okay. That is uh, that is something. I'm 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 actually really glad that that happened. And to hear that guy like, oh, oh, what a pussy! Do you think they have an opiate problem in Norco? Perhaps. Okay. Just a reminder: I'm on Cameo. Cameo.com/slash Eric Zane. Uh, I haven't done one since I turned down the pel the stalkerito one. If you have someone who, you know, wants a roast or uh, maybe they need to be roasted or maybe it's a birthday or words of encouragement, young or old, doesn't matter. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane.
Thank you to A&E Heating and Cooling, Joe Martinez and his crew. Uh, absolutely awesome. Installing a furnace and air conditioning system in Kent. Drop the E at a used house. That's a little sponsor on Sponsor Crime. Thank you so much. A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. The absolute best. I do recommend, I mean, just for your own peace of mind, because, you know, as the consumer, you have the power. Go ahead and call a couple other places and get an estimate on whatever it is you uh, you want done. Just make sure Joe and his crew are last that you call. All right, you don't have to do that, but some people might like, I don't know if I trust him. Whatever. He's going to give you the best you can possibly get at a lower price, and you're getting the absolute best installed. The Comfort Maker brand of furnaces and air conditioners, that's the best money can buy. It's the best thing out there. No matter what anybody tells you, that is true. Look it up. 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. Comfort Maker's so good that you have to pass a, a rigorous degree of testing to prove that you're actually good enough to install their shit. Can you imagine that? But if they give you the stamp of approval, you're installing the best. It sells itself. My God, it's awesome. Thank you to A&E Heating and Cooling. Bennett Flooring Installation, still with me, of course. Longtime sponsor of this show. Not as long as Joe, but still long. If you need flooring installed in your home, 616-318-0167 for Bennett Flooring Installation. Uh, the uh, most affordable way to have flooring professionally installed. Uh, yes, unique to just West Michigan. They're not going to travel that much further out. But if you are in that area, and about 35% of my audience is in that area, this is who you need to call. Just have them come out and measure the room, and then they'll tell you how much it's going to cost to get that flooring installed. If you want service where it's like full service, where they rip up the old stuff, they'll do that. But, you know, if you want to do half of the job yourself, as much as you can, and then hand it off to them. That's going to save you money. They encourage that. Bennett Flooring Installation. Uh, call or text 616-318-0167. In fact, I heard of a hilarious... You know, I'm going to save that for tomorrow, Kent. Your interaction with Jacob Bennett via text. God, was that funny. Uh, mentioned flooring from Bennett. The flooring that I want you to have installed, I want you to purchase it from the aforementioned Kent, drop the E out of you, who is in charge. He's the general manager of the Johnson Carpet One discount outlet. Now, listen up. Two stores in Granville, Michigan. The main showroom, well, that's the type of place where you walk in, they say, welcome to Johnson Carpet One floor and home. Would you like a spritzer? Would you like some espresso? Let's go over your room and do a mock-up of what this flooring will look like. You you can do that, but I recommend the first thing you do is go to the discount outlet where it's anything but that. You know, it's smelly men moving uh, uh, tons of discount pr uh, price flooring. The rich folks at the main showroom buy it in bulk and then they drop it off at the smelly warehouse where it's priced dirt cheap because they buy so much of it. Get it, shop there first because the, I mean, it's unbelievable, the selection of the best-selling brands from the best manufacturers, okay? You get it cheaper there at the discount outlet. 
cheaper than any other place in Michigan. I promise you. Mention my name, and an additional 10% comes off of that. That's awesome. When I showed up there to buy the flooring for the basement in Jackie's old room, uh, I just pulled my truck into the uh, bay, the garage bay, and, this, and then Josh has got the fucking shit on a, on a uh, forklift. Puts it right in the bed of the truck. Boom! Truck sags real low. I was waiting for the springs to go popping out of that thing, but it, it held up. Thank you, Johnson Carpet, one floor and home discount outlet in Granville, Michigan, right behind Little Caesars, north side of the street. Big, ugly, tan building, small red sign. I'm done. The asshole of the day is now. Day number four without a working dry erase marker. Who is the asshole of the day? I don't know. I had a lot of things written down that I was going to talk about. I never really did get to it. Mm, Yesterday, I think it was Ron, the thank you for your service veteran. I think we need to stop saying thank you for your service. I think we need to start saying fuck you. Okay? Half of those veterans, if you say it to them, they get like hurt. Don't say that. Don't say thank you for your... Well, we don't know what to do. What do you want us to do? You walk around in your fucking fatigues all the time. I'm not sure. Uh, let's see. Chris writes, will someone just send Eric a new marker? I'll get... No, don't send me anything. The second you send me something, then you feel entitled. Now, I can't prove that, but I've lived with that in the past, and I don't want another fucking Pellerito incident. So don't send me shit. The asshole of the day, that's a great suggestion by Cole, the one-armed bandit who got shot in the arm. I appreciate that. Thank you to TC Paintball and JM Synthetics for bringing you the asshole of the day. The guy who got shot in the arm in the arm robbery. We'll go with that one. Okay. Don't forget about Patreon. Sign up. I'm still trying to replace all of the pieces of shit who uh, left in the past month. Fuck them. Good riddance. Wait until you hear today's parody song, the EZSP Eric Zane Show parody, coming up to start the Patreon. Now, I will eventually release that parody on the free platform, but there'll be a commercial in the middle of it, and it'll be like weeks from now. I am dropping the new parody song. The new parody song drops on the Patreon today. Uh, No, no one. I don't want anyone to drop me off anything ever again. So reduce the talk about dropping off a dry erase marker. If any of you come to my house, I'm going to be like the old guy defending the liquor store. 
stay away from my home forever and ever and ever. No one wants you here. Have a great day. And I will talk to you on the Patreon. I've kept this one close to the best. You're going to love it. Till next time. Bye-bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.